Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Plotty Time. This week, we're doing another one of those episodes where we couldn't all make it, so we're doing something weird and off topic. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, this week, just like last time, we got myself, Papa Scotch, and Chump Slap over there. What's going on, fellas? We're just uh, throwing this one out because you guys need something this week. Yeah, we can't go a week without releasing something. That'd be yeah. insane, right? <laughs> yeah, forget that. People would get the idea this is our, isn't our full-time job, and we can't have that. <laughs> exactly. So this week, Chump Slap and I, we, we toyed around with this idea. We talked about it a little bit in previous episodes, but we're going to spend a whole episode just talking about the Weekend at Birdies movies. <laughs> you know you wanted it. Christ Puncher, you wanted it, so. At least one person <laughs> wanted to hear it. <laughs> that is person. verified information. Hell yeah. Let, let's, let's start with our personal histories of the Weekend at Birdies movies. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, I was very well aware that they existed. Right. I... I Thought I had seen at least the first one before, but I think it was one of those like you catch huge segments on cable. Yeah, and, and your brain it's just been thinks talked you about saw. enough. <laughs> and it's been talked about enough, and it, there's always memes. It's always the butt of a joke. <laughs> but I couldn't remember watching it until like front to back either of them until very recently. Until I watched them for the podcast. Yeah, same. There was I just remember them being a thing when I was a kid. I think I've seen them before. So you think you have like you you don't remember if you did. No, I definitely remember scenes, so I don't know if that was, like, just scenes cut from God knows what, but I'm oh, pre- yeah. pretty sure I've seen them all before this. All right, so let's just, let's dive into the first installment here. Fuck yeah. Now, who who do we start with? Who are our guys? Tell us about it, Chop Slap. <laughs> you want to talk about Richie? Richie and Larry? Yeah. Richie and Larry. Who's, <laughs> first off, interesting thing that it's Richard and Larry, because they got two very normal names in John and Andrew. John and Andy? Yeah. So I don't think they're doing much of a stretch acting-wise, but we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Well, do you know Do you know what year this came out? I don't have any of that information. I believe it was 1988. Okay, 88, 89, whatever, you know. It was loud colors and silly music. Oh, well, yep, 1989. Okay. So, movie starts. There's a heat wave. Richie comes walking out his building and there's a there's some guy hosing down the sidewalk because that's that's a new york thing you know <laughs> yeah, the city of new york known for hosing down sidewalks <laughs> yeah i guess just dirt packs on him overnight exactly and richie is running and meeting up with larry and they're gonna go into work on the weekend suckers yeah, i don't know if they're asked to do this or they're just doing extra work or what but they there's a lot of complaining about the heat they get mugged Classic New York fashion, and they just say, it's too hot, and they push the guy away. Yeah, great moment. <laughs> yeah. Great, where they're walking through Central Park in the middle of the day. A guy pulls a knife, and he's like, give me all your money. And he's like, it's too hot. Don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And he just keeps going. Blow, and the guy's just like, the guy's what like, just okay, happened? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and then that's it. They don't get mugged. That's how they avoid the mugging. <laughs> that was classic New York in the 80s, man. You had to be there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so they get to work. They're working on these fucking crazy old computer printouts with the, the like little holes on the side. The hose. Those? I think it's a dot matrix printer. Yeah. I think that's what they called it. Yes. Yes, it is. That's what sprung to my mind. I could be wrong. 
And they're just looking over uh, insurance claims because I think their job is to put them into the computer system. I I think you're right because they're just like looking through it, looking for errors. Yeah. Before I don't know why. Like you, you raised a good question. I don't know why they're doing this. Is it just (laughs) because no one in the company knew the money was gone? No, nobody had any idea. I think they're just going to newfangled computers because it's 1989. So they're looking through and they're going through the documents. And the other thing I was thinking about, too, is their whole job just to do the reviews? Because if it is, their job could be done now by, like, Control F. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> nobody <laughs> like, would need to do this in person no, anymore. A- absolutely not. <laughs> but either way, they, they get through the sheets. And what do they find? Oh, my God. They find proof of fraud. The same, what's it called? Insurance, whatever. <laughs> oh, I don't. I didn't get the the full thing. I just got the idea that they said an insurance policy was taken out by someone who was already dead, and they like yes, yes. There we go. Made was, up policies and stuff like that. Yeah, the same death was paid like three or four times, and they're like, okay, this is it. We got proof. We got to go tell our boss who was Bernie. This. Fucking <laughs> so they're like, okay, we got the proof. Let's just have fun. And then come back into work on Monday because this is the weekend and the boss isn't in. So they go, they come back in on Monday and there's this little thing between Larry and Rich where it's like, oh, go ask this girl out. It's a whole, you know, how they always have a love story in a fucking movie. Yep, they absolutely have to. And this is a, a summer intern, I think it was. Yes, she's only there for the summer and I guess he's a full time employee, but he's only been there a couple months, right? Yeah, he said he was there like 18 months. And, I mean, they both look pretty darn young. Yeah, he's either right out of college or whatever. This is clearly an entry-level job going through Doc Matrix pre on the weekend. exactly. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't even get into how they tried to make the roof look all hot because they go up to the roof to look over these documents at one point. Oh, yeah, and, like, their beers are getting stuck to the tar on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Like... First of all, tar has to get pretty hot to melt. Secondly, he'd be burning his hand. They're just like, yeah. it's like silly putty to them. He just has it all over his hands <laughs> at one yeah, point just... when he's looking at the papers. I'm like, okay, that looks like a nice breezy 78 degrees there. Yeah, exactly. They're, they might be pulling a fast one, fast one on us. <laughs> I think. Movies do that shit all the time, I'm telling you. Oh, I fucking hear you. Well, anyway, they get to, they get to Bernie's office. He's... They're like, we got to have a, this meeting, Bernie. He's like, yeah, you, it's Monday morning. Wait till after lunch. So they go, they get a New York lunch, some hot dogs on the street. You know how that is. But when they're coming back from their hot dog lunch, <laughs> Richie asks the girl out and he gets a date. But he lives with his parents. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, God, what a scumbag. And yeah, <laughs> Larry offers up his place. He's like, you can use my place for the night. But no, they never do show Larry's place, but... The way they talk about it, it's disgusting. Yeah, cockroaches all over the place, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And it's extremely small, I also I assume, that, yeah. It's like a closet somewhere with a bunch of cockroaches in it. Yeah. New York, right? Gotta love it. Oh, man, it hasn't changed, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding. We love New York. Anyway. <laughs> so, they come back after lunch. Bernie's on the phone. He's ordering a Maserati with cash. Sure. And they decide to show him the fraud. They're like, here, check this out. We got this information. There's proof of fraud. And Bernie's like, okay, this is great. Let's go over everything. Oh, it's fucking Labor Day weekend. 
let's go let's go to my place on the fucking island somewhere and we can work it over a beach house and they're like all right awesome everyone we're going fucking hanging out with bernie this weekend yeah it was they were going to the hamptons at his fancy house and i read that uh they shot it in i think south carolina it might have been north carolina and uh the house that was built as the set that was bernie's house was actually torn down immediately after so unfortunately that house doesn't exist oh man the house was sick it was super sick. It was blocky as fucking <laughs> huge. I loved and that it. Wooden like walkway thing they had around the place the on the biggest beach. deck ever. <laughs> yeah, huge deck, huge deck. But they were they saw when uh, Bernie was on lunch and he was out with this like total babe that wasn't. I don't know if he's married or if he's just dating a bunch of ladies. I think he's just a single dude who's banging a mobster's wife. That's true. And uh, I also think, like, that's not his their direct boss. Like, this is a high-level guy in this company. It's not? You don't think it's the direct boss? You think this is, like, a, even higher up than their direct boss? Yeah, it seems like a, a CEO or something, just because of the size of his office. Okay. I mean, his office is probably bigger than Larry's apartment. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't, they don't tell you who he is. They just know he's a higher up who does coke a lot and fucking loves fast cars. I did love the bit where he... They started talking. He just leaves the room <laughs> in the middle of them talking. He does cocaine. You don't like hear him or anything. They're just like, what the fuck was that? And uh, he walks back into the room, clearly doing like the Coke nose rub. So yeah. we're supposed to know he did cocaine. <laughs> so good. And then he sits down at a table on the other end of the room. Yeah. <laughs> so they're both like looking at each other. And then they walk over there and sit down in front of that. I thought that was a really good a total fucking big dick Coke move. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> On your Coke brain, that seems like a good idea. You're like, this seat's right here. Let's do the meeting here. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. So, after they set up this whole weekend and everything, cut to Bernie's at dinner with a bunch of mobsters. And he's like, I need you guys to kill somebody. And like, what? Like, these two uh, losers found out about our scheme. Uh, I need them taken care of. Yeah, so... I don't know what this this idea or this scheme was. Like, was he in debt with the mob? Is that what it was? And he had to pay them back? I think he... Because he wasn't, like, in. Like, he wasn't in the mob. No, I don't know if it was debts or they were, like, part of the scheme somehow. I just think if he he was this successful previously and he was part of the scheme, they wouldn't have just killed him right away, right? I don't know. Well... That brings us to the next point where they're just like, you know, kill. He's gotten... They're like, he's gotten sloppy. Is what they say, is yeah. what the mob boss says. And he's like, yeah, we, we got to kill him. So like, okay, no problem. And the mob boss also knows that Bernie's banging his wife. Yeah, he's not thrilled about that. Uh, probably that might have been the icing on the cake. That Yeah, <laughs> he actually says that. He's like, he's been messing up lately, and he's banging my wife. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, kill him. I, I could take one of those two, but not, not both. <laughs> no, sir. Exactly. I just like the bit where Bird's like, you got to kill these kids. And the mob's like, well, we don't talk like that. You got to kill them. Yeah. Eh, okay. We'll okay. take care of them. We thought about it. It's not a big no deal. No problem. It's been a while. As soon as he leaves the table. Yo, we're going to kill that. Guy, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. It's like absolutely. they all look at each other like, right? We're going to kill him? <laughs> yeah. Like, right. It's this guy, right? Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. We're oh, all doing okay, that. Got yeah. it. Got Phew. it. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and then I love how he had suspicions that I guess that his wife was fucking around with him. The mob guy, and I, then yeah. Bernie leaves because he's—I guess he's done talking. Uh, then immediately, the mob boss's girlfriend leaves, wife, girlfriend, wife, whatever. Yeah. His significant other leaves, like right behind him, like oh my god, I gotta go. Like clearly chasing Bernie down, 
And then right. the mob guy's like, looks to his, one of his guys, it's like, go follow him. Just check if anything. Yeah, go, go see if, if anything she's weird's banging. happening. Yeah. yeah. They're making out on a, his Porsche in the middle yeah, of the street. Yeah, like right there in front of the place. Like it hadn't occurred to you that maybe someone might be watching. Bernie's not thinking right, man. Bernie is a fucking YOLO bro. That's yeah, all. I was going to say, just carpe diem, bro. <laughs> yeah, carpe diem. That's what they said back then. Right. Carpe diem. <laughs> oh, fucking Bernie. Piece of shit. <laughs> Total garbage person. So he hops in his expensive car and takes off, you know. So then we cut back to Richie. What's he doing? He's on his date. And I don't know why they chose this scene where he's just walking with his date. And it's just super loud background noises, like motorcycle, there's police sirens, a garbage truck. Yeah, I think the joke was just, just look ho, how glamorous ho. New York is. Yeah. And it's so loud and all this shit happening. Yeah. I guess? that's what I, I don't know. It. Whoever recorded that and made it listenable, fucking good job. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, the date's going well. Richie's like, hey, it's all right, we'll go back to my place because I live alone. My parents aren't there, you know, I don't live with my parents. Yeah, after he brags subtly about having some money. Yeah. Well, I think they go to uh, Jaime's Hoonin, and they have sweet and sour matzo balls. That sounds what they awesome. Said. I would try that. <laughs> so like a matzo ball that's like fried in that dough, and then they give you sweet oh, and sour sauce? Not, just the sauce. You can put anything in that sauce. That's a good point. It's so good. It's so good. I guess Chinese food. Anyway. Yeah. So the you're back at Richie's. Yep. Back at Richie's place. You know, they're making out on this couch and she's like wow this is really cool it's like very hip 60s retro shit and they're like yeah yeah it's great so they start making out and who comes out to get a drink of water fucking richie's dad it had to be right like this we saw this coming yeah a mile away because they're trying to be all quiet and stuff he's lying through his teeth (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's lying so much just to get this girl to see them rick i think richard might not be a great dude yeah, I don't think he is. He's just a liar. Yeah, he plays it like a straight man, like, by the book, good employee. He he actually got Bernie to not admit to it, but to finally buy and go with the scheme. Yeah. Because Bernie was trying to talk him out of it and say, no, you didn't find anything, you see, because I know more about insurance. Right. And then Richard fucking insurance rules him. So he's a good employee, but not a great dude, I don't think. I don't know. He's just trying. And what he just... He lied once and it has to snowball. You know how it is. Sure. They're, yeah, just, they're proving a point here. <laughs> just got to keep living with it. So he talks back to his dad, says it's his personal butler or whatever. Oh, here. The woman, Gwen, is her name. Yep. She leaves disappointed. She's like, you could have just said you lived with your parents, you freaking loser. Yeah, you didn't have to lie out your teeth about your parents being dead and this being yeah, no place. And leaving, <laughs> leaving you all this money and paying for this really nice apartment. Yeah, you could have just said you live with your parents. It would have probably been fine. Yeah. She's still in college. Yeah. <laughs> she has five roommates. Yeah, whatever, where do you think dude. she's going to live like after college? Probably at her parents' house until she finds something. Yeah, yeah Richie. Come on. Start Grow thinking up, with Richie. your head. Well, anyway. Where do we go after this? We go to the boat? Yeah, we cut to Bernie on his boat. What was the name of the boat? Premium. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because he has insurance money. Get it? I, dude, I don't know where it happened, but somewhere between the boat and going into Bernie's place, like he's walking through town, they're establishing the, the party island or whatever it is. Yeah, everybody knows him. He's the fucking life of the party. He's he's a big, big shot in, in the Hamptons 
party scene. And then I just wrote down this one line I heard in the background from some rando. <laughs> it just was booze and women. That's my lifestyle, and I love it. Yeah, I have the same wondering now. <laughs> yeah, just in case you didn't get that this is Party Central. <laughs> oh, that's great. The whole place runs on alcohol. It's like Key West on spring break. Right, exactly. And just so you know, Bernie's the center of it all. Absolutely. So we cut back to the ferry that's coming in from the mainland, I don't know, into the Hamptons. And this is this is how Larry and Richie are getting there, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, we just throw on the ferry. It's, it's a big party ferry, too. Everyone's drinking. Everyone's having a good time. It's party music going on and everything. It's just these people are partying so hard, and I got to think it's like, what, 5 p.m. on the Friday? Because they said they were getting there in the evening. Yeah, the sun's still like, up. Fucking Labor Day week. weekend is just starting. <laughs> like, we're just ending. These people are pounding drinks on the boat out. Yeah, they're having a great time, man. man I can't remember last time I could go that hard. Seriously. And these people aren't all 20-year-olds either. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely not. There's plenty of creepy old dudes. Fucking A there is. Well, after the party boat, we cut back to Bernie's house, and we see him getting killed by one of the, the mobsters. He injects him in the ass with some type of drug and then plants, I assume it's heroin. He overdosed him on heroin or something. I think so. That was in the baggie. Yeah. That's what I assumed. Well, they threw drugs and a needle into his pocket to make it look like he overdosed on something. Whatever. He uh, seemed to be having a great time right as he was dying, too. He was all smiles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is... <laughs> Pretty sweet, because he stays that way for the rest of the movies. <laughs> she served up this fucking movie. <laughs> By the way, I think I wrote it down. We are 38 minutes. 38 minutes into the movie is when Bernie died. Oh, yeah. And we, so I have the 45-minute mark <laughs> written yeah. down. It's ridiculous. It takes so long for Bernie to just die. Yeah, exactly. And then Richard and Larry <laughs> arrive after the fact. Yeah, after the fact, they don't know what's going on. They're just, they just walk in the house. They're like, hey, we're house guests. So they just start drinking champagne, blah, blah, blah. Because I guess that was all there was to drink. Yeah. Just a fridge full of champagne. There's champagne and caviar, of course. Then these, this beautiful woman comes in, borrows fucking Bernie's boat, just takes the keys and like, all right, tell Bernie I'm borrowing his boat. Takes Tawny, off. her name Tawny, was. I wrote, yes. it. I wrote it down. Like, I, I assume that was a reference or some kind of nod to, like, Tawny Katane. I have no idea. Yeah, and the music video lady from the 80s. Oh, really? Yeah. I think so. I, I, ah, that was my thought. Knows. Who the <laughs> hell knows? indeed? Fuck so, it. <laughs> so, after drinking some champagne, they're like, oh, there he is. There's Burns. Uh, he's just sleeping at his fucking desk. He's been working too hard. Or he's meditating. Mm-hmm. So, like any normal people, they just pick him up by the shoulders and walk him around the apartment. And they're like, if we get the blood flowing, maybe maybe uh, he'll come too. He'll snap out of it and be a normal person again. Yeah, if one of my friends was sitting on a couch, or sitting on a chair, and so... I, I mean, I would assume he partied too hard too, probably. But if he was so fucked up, there was no life whatsoever in him at all, not even a grunt. Yeah, I'd check for a pulse right away. <laughs> yeah, you'd think about it, right? Yeah. You probably wouldn't pick him up before you made sure they had a pulse. Definitely wouldn't touch him. Except yeah, for checking for a pulse. Yeah, then your DNA is everywhere. You're like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have some explain. I didn't do anything. I'm going to have some explaining to do. So they walk him around. They put him on the couch. And that's when Richard finds the drugs. Oh, shit. Just right there in his pocket. And he just finds the drugs and the needle. Lucky he didn't fucking hit himself with a needle, man. Yeah, right. Oh, I see I mean, why those cops say that. There's nothing in your pocket I'm going to get stuck with, huh? 
Yeah, definitely. Makes sense. So he's like, Larry, I think he's dead. And Larry's like, oh, man, he offered me a ride home after the weekend. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, because that's the worst thing that could be happening. <laughs> that's classic Larry, though, dude. But it's just way too late. Like, it's way too late into the that they find out he's dead, that they put it together. Yeah. This will be a theme. What we're gonna, Oh, yes. It's going to yes. be the next movie, too. I just love the moment where Larry literally says the line, why do these things always happen? Yeah. <laughs> it's always Larry, dude. You're, you got it the worst, buddy. No one has it worse in the entire <laughs> world than Larry right now. Seriously. And they're like, I don't understand. The weekend was just starting. Why didn't he wait till Monday to kill himself? Yeah. <laughs> that was their, That was the big question they asked. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Living or dead, party's still popping off at Bernie's. Right. So they don't know what to do. They're up walking around. They're like, oh, what do we do? Call the cops. All of a sudden, a fucking wandering party just shows up. Just fills the house with people all drinking, having a good time. Yep. Just right off the street. Yep. And <laughs> there's a guy who keeps talking to Bernie. He's like, Bernie, let me buy your Porsche off you. I'll give you $30,000. Ah, fuck. I'll come back. He keeps coming back, trying to buy the Porsche off him. And in, With Bernie just stone-faced negotiating, not right? saying anything. Not saying a word, man. This guy's like... Phew. This guy's making profitable deals while he's fucking dead. <laughs> he must be quite a business he's guy. He's damn good at what he does. <laughs> he might be doing a bunch of coke, but man, he's, he's good at wheeling and dealing. <laughs> yeah, which brings me to the next person. A woman sits on his lap and is like, hey, Bernie, where's that thing that you promised me? Reaches her hand in his pocket, pulls out the Coke, heroin, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> She's like, oh, thanks, Bernie. Just takes it and walks away. I mean, if Pulp Fiction is any indication, mixing those two up is a, is a bad time. Yeah, from what right? I hear. That's a needle in the chest time, because that's exactly what happened to her in that movie. Or snorting too much heroin, if when you think it's cocaine. I don't know what. That's what I was getting at, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Who knows if this lady survives the night. Either way, she's partying. Right. So they decide to pick him up in the middle of this. Oh, no. Gwen shows up because Richie's going to call the cops. He turns, sees Gwen. He's like, oh, I can't call the cops. We're going to fucking get in a lot of shit. And Gwen's here. I got to be the cool guy. This is 45 minutes into the movie. Yeah, for sure. I think she just came over to thank Bernie for the internship because I think like her dad knows Bernie or something like that. Yeah, she just wants to talk to Bernie and thank him or whatever for the job. So they so Bernie can't be around if they're going to pull this off. Exactly. So they walk him around and somehow they drop him off a deck. <laughs> <laughs> they're like walking forward. They both stop and then let go. And then somehow he like hits at the waist and flops over the deck. Yeah, it just falls into the... Dead fucking body, just <laughs> flopping onto the sand. That's not even the best flop here in this movie. No, it, it made me laugh, I'll be honest. <laughs> so, then uh, Richie goes out on a date to a lighthouse where he fucking falls down steps, hurts himself, makes out in the sand with Gwen. Mm -hmm. And here we see Bernie wash up on shore because the tide must have taken him out from... Where they dropped him off the balcony. I guess. But there were like dunes around the front of the house. So how did the... doesn't matter, I guess. It Let's doesn't. Just, we'll just buy it that his corpse gets taken out yes. to sea. So they eventually... Well, Richie fucks up the date. He was going to get laid here, man. It was yeah, a totally. sure thing. Sure thing indeed. 
but he messes up because he sees Bernie and he's like, we got to end this date and I got to fucking get Bernie and bring him back to the house. Because he just washed up on. He just. (laughs) Why didn't they just leave him at that point? At that. That was that'd be the only way they'd get out of this. Yeah. Right. That was like the moment of no return. (laughs) Picking him up from the water. (laughs) Yeah. Bringing him back to his house. Back to the to the house and like taking him upstairs to sleep. Yeah. It makes total sense. So they finally threw him in his bed and they're like, all right, we got to relax a little bit. And who shows up but the mob boss's woman. Oh, shit. And she's like, where's Bernie? I want to talk to Bernie. So I guess Bernie was supposed to hang out with her over Labor Day. And and him going to the Hamptons and inviting these kids was like a last minute thing. Yeah. He flaked on his prior engagements or whatever. But either way, she was pissed enough to take a ferry. Yeah. And like the mob boss didn't know she was gone or anything where she was. I I thought that uh, it was interesting that she showed up intoxicated. Like, I guess she was supposed to be a mess. And, like, she did this while drunk. But I think now she was just on the party ferry, the nighttime party yeah, ferry. And yeah. she maybe had, like, one too many. Yeah. And she gets there, and we're led to believe that she has sex with his dead body. Yeah. There's no way around that. There's, there's no <laughs> other way to interpret that. She banged out dead Bernie. That's what happened. That is what happened. I mean, they didn't show it, but yeah, everything They did everything but show it. Exactly. Perfect way to say that. <laughs> so... Then there's a, a scene where there's the mob, one of the mob guys. I don't know if they ever give him a name, but he's on the phone on a pay phone. And he's like, dude, Bernie's alive. And he just banged your wife again. Because <laughs> all he saw was her in the bedroom with Bernie. So, yeah. Yeah. So he's that's how well, it has to be. She's not fucking the corpse. So there it is. And then it's like, oh, everyone just passes out. It's the end of the day. Wake two, like 11 o'clock in the morning. And Larry and Bernie are playing Monopoly. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> and when people walk by, Larry's just fucking got a string to make yeah. Bernie wave at people. <laughs> yeah. This is the first part of the m- puppet part of the Bernie. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. So, course correct here for a sec. So are we led to believe that the reason that they faked Bernie being alive and all the way up until this morning playing Monopoly with him to convince more people he's still alive it's all so they could party at his house. Like, is that the yes. whole motivation at this point? Yes, because there's a scene where Larry says, well, Bernie would have wanted us to have a good time. So let's do this, his last wishes before. So they're desecrating a corpse <laughs> to party for a weekend at a fancy house. Uh, you act like you wouldn't do the same thing. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I just put that together. I was just going for the ride, and I just put it together. That's why they were there. <laughs> yeah, Christ. man. And then Richard, finally, though, he says he's calling the cops. Yeah. He's like, all right, that's it. We've had enough fun here. Yeah, this is too far. <laughs> you fucking got him puppet it up over here. We're calling yeah. the cops. We can't have this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then Gwen shows up. Of course. And Richie's like, this is what happened. Bernie's dead. We got here. He was dead. And she's like, well, bullshit. I saw you talk to him, hanging out with him and all that stuff. And he's like, remember how I was a liar before? (laughs) This is even crazier. I love how he just dumped it all. He's like, actually, Bernie's dead. He can't talk to you. He's dead. What? He was at the party. Yeah. Nope. 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 She doesn't want to believe it. She's like, no, he's alive. I've seen him. Why are you fucking lying to me again? It's a weird joke. Weird joke to tell. Yes. So Larry's... He has him up on two wheels and he's fucking wheeling him around on the deck 
to get him out of the sun. I don't I don't understand this whole part. <laughs> I think yeah, he just wanted to get him out of the way so when Gwen came back she couldn't find him and he'd be like, "Oh, he just left." Yeah, so he just dumps him over the fucking edge of the deck again. Yep, another another and, deck flop. And this time, he lands on the mob guy. Almost puts him in a headlock somehow. <laughs> yes. Birdie's dead body almost puts him in a headlock. That is correct. So the mob guy throws him to the ground and chokes him to death. And he makes sure he's dead. He checks his pulse, I believe, here after he's choked him. Yeah, this is the assa- the original assassin. Yes. Who was told, hey, he's not dead. You got to come back. So now he's killed Bernie for a second time, so he believes. Yes. So this time he's like, all right, I'm done. Bernie's dead. I can go. I'm getting back on the ferry. I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. I have no idea how he stayed alive last time, but whatever. He's definitely, definitely dead now. Yeah. So then here they're messing. They're trying to call the cops or something again. And somehow they hit the answering machine. Yes, they're answering machines. Yeah. Remember those? (laughs) And on the answering machine, they hear Bernie talking about about the hit, about two schmucks coming in on the six o'clock ferry. And they're like, oh, man, that's us. We're the schmucks. He was going to kill us. <laughs> We're the schmucks. <laughs> and then they find a suicide note about Larry having a sex change and then a breakup. And it's a suicide murder type note thing. Yeah, this part is where you know it's a little dated. A little because, dated, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Larry takes huge offense to the fact that the suicide note was like two gay lovers yeah. Scorning each other. And he's like, why am I the one having the sex change? Yeah. He really doesn't like this at all and uses some. Yeah. We don't even call it that anymore. It's gender affirming surgery. Yeah. He uses some other dated language, but <clears throat> yeah. let's move past it. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's move past all right. it. <clears throat> so they're like, okay, well, some reason they got to go find Bernie again. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where the fuck? Oh my God. There's this asshole kid and he's burying Bernie in the sand. This little asshole. That kid. fucking kid, man. This unsupervised him. child. Yeah. Running around just the beach. Burying dead bodies. Somebody should fucking put a leash on him. Just walking out to him. Can I bury you? Is that cool? <laughs> I guess he gets a lot of yeses. Oh, yes. They want to get Bernie's body because on the message, he said, do the hit, but not when I'm around. So they decide to walk around with Bernie's body take him on a ferry and go back so nobody will kill him when Bernie's around. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> no, well, I mean, as I was curious as, as yeah. to why they were trying to get him back. Yeah. I forgot, I missed that part. But it was because if he wasn't around... Yeah, they, he's their free, they free game. Yeah, They don't know that the other guys aren't going to kill them. Right. So, oh, here, I have the name of the, the mob guy. I guess his name was Paulie. Oh, who knows? It's just the main mob guy and the boss. The boss we only saw in the beginning. Yeah. So it's pretty much just the one dude. But anyway, Polly's so, Polly the killed him guy. twice already. Yeah. So he's Polly's having a, he's like having a drink. He's on the ferry going home. He's like, finally, I was like, this weekend's over. It's fucking weird. I had to kill him twice, but you know, whatever. Say la vie. Right. And then he sees Bernie walking with Larry and Richie because they tied their shoes together and did like a three person walk thing. Like the Very, easiest way to transport the dead body, yeah, yes. you know. If you think about it, you'll know what it looks like. No one has any questions about why they're doing this. No, why all. you guys just walking like that? It's a party island, dude. Yeah, everyone's just chilling, bro. Don't ask questions. Come on, we're just chilling. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we got to get on a boat and get off the island. And they just missed the ferry, so they're like, 
I got it. Let's take fucking Bernie's boat. Perfect. So they, they take premiums, and there's a bunch of boat stunt driving scenes here. It's really obvious <laughs> when you watch it. Yeah, they're just like slamming into other boats before they even get out of the dock. Yeah. And then they're just, oh, Bernie falls out the back, but he's attached to a string. So he, it looks like he's, doesn't even look like he's water skiing. No, not even. It looks like this poor asshole is getting dragged behind a boat. Yeah. It looks like a dead body behind a boat. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. And everyone's like, yeah, Bernie. <laughs> Everybody should have been like, Jesus Christ, not, yeah, Bernie, yeah. that's awesome. It should have been people screaming, stop the boat. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You don't see this guy? Come on. Yeah. And then they start smacking buoys with the body, making big fucking loud noises. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Ugh. Just pong. Did <laughs> you that? hear that? No. What that? Oh, what was that? Pong. There it is again. And then that's when they find it. <laughs> sounded just like Larry there, dude. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's another one we'll have to do. So they run out of gas. Because, of course. And I guess they decide to put on life preservers and just swim back. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, they were in the middle of the fucking ocean. I know. Like, how how far is it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, anyway, they but, just use his fucking dead body to doggy paddle back. Yeah. Oh, jeez, this so, fucking movie. So they cut to Paulie, the mob guy. He's back on mainland. He's like, "Fuck, I got to get on this water taxi and go back to the island because I saw Bernie alive. I have to kill him, a fucking get." Yep. As soon as the boat was pulling away, he saw him. Yeah. Because of course. So the guys make it back to the island. The police are on the way. They called them finally. And Gwen shows up, and she's like, "I, you're full of shit. I seen you with Bernie. I see you with Bernie right now." Mm-hmm. And Polly breaks into the house. He's like, "Fuck you, Bernie!" Ba bam, ba bam, shoots him, bunch. And then they're like, "Oh, we gotta shoot these witnesses out of bullets." And they're like, "Oh, thank." Uh, then he has another gun. Ooh, big fucking scary moment. <laughs> so he starts shooting at the guys, and Larry's like, "You guys run, Richie and Gwen. You just take off. I'll just distract him." Blah blah blah. It's like a sack move. Yep, yep. But he doesn't die, thank God. I, I forgot, too, about the workers that got that they knocked out before and shoved into the closet. <laughs> and then they jump out and scare the shit out of Gwen. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about those dudes. <laughs> so did I. So, Paulie's out of bullets, whatever. He gets... Mm-hmm. He's pushes Bernie, gets kicked in the nuts. Oh, classic funny kicked in the nuts joke. By the dead body, yeah. By the dead body, all the time. yep. And then Larry pulls the phone cord out of the wall and just wraps up Polly mm-hmm. in a nice little package. Cops show up. They're like, they believe Larry and fucking Richie? Yeah, they buy the story immediately. Immediately. Like, oh, yeah. Of course he was dead. You guys have nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Of course he was dead. It. He looks yeah. like he's, his, he would have been so fucked up being dragged behind that boat and like bruised beaten broken everything yeah not to mention like the body doesn't have anything living to keep it together yeah so it probably uh, would have come apart quite a bit during that yeah scene the leg probably would have just been the only thing they had left yeah let's just i guess we just go with it that his body is intact and still pretty pretty durable yeah so they put him on a gurney they go drive him away driver gets distracted back of the door of the van opens gurney rolls out because obviously it does (laughs) because they're not they're not secure or nothing when you put them in there yeah and bernie just rolls down 
does a flip, lands sitting up behind our heroes and scares the shit out of them. They run away and guess who makes a fucking second appearance? Who? The annoying kid to bury Bernie again. Of course. Oh, amazing. And that's how the fucking movie ends, dude. Man, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. It's... And I didn't I didn't put it together until we're talking about it, that they just did this so they could party. Yeah. They sacrificed going to jail just so they could party. Why didn't they just like leave him up in the bedroom and then they could have just been like, oh, he's sleeping upstairs or oh, you haven't seen him. Like they could have just lied. And then eventually, you know, the, they, he would have just been found by whomever. Even if they just showed up called the cops well maybe it'll be a crime scene but i'm sure they could still use the rest of the house right (laughs) yeah exactly or just go home or you know join whatever endless party this has i guess you could just crash wherever at somebody's house yeah that was another thing i was thinking like people are just walking around into other random ass people's houses just having a good time it's like a partying conga line just find that you know hang out get it get a bite till you find that and just go with it yeah fall asleep on the beach if you fucking have to it's a lot safer than desecrating a corpse. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but is it as fun? <laughs> Not at all. Exactly. Uh, but overall, I would say the movie's fucking ridiculous, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, Larry and Richard, despite being pieces of shit when we really break this all down, um, they're very charming and they're very easy to root for. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, why I don't think it was the best movie that ever existed. I was entertained enough. I might watch it again someday. It's good. I'm telling you, it's a good summer feel good movie. <laughs> I don't know. They're just moving a body around. Yeah. Like it's kind of like slapsticky and cartoony. Yeah, it's so over the top. And yeah, it's everyone 80s. was in on this joke. Yeah. So they just kind of they're like, fuck it, let's go with it. That that's what the whole ethos of the movie was. Yeah. Everyone who made it was like, it's that fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's more. It's a live action cartoon. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. Yeah, and they, I think they fucking nailed it. And speaking of lo- cartoons, Breaking Bad Bernie's Two starts with the longest cartoon intro. Oh my god! I've pointless too. Seen. What the fuck did it mean? Pointless. But I remember like '80s movies used to do this. They used to have cartoon yeah, intros. Yeah. Not all of them, obviously, but like I remember Christmas Vacation famously has the cartoon intro that has nothing to do with the movie. It's just like a whole other separate short. Yeah. Yeah. But so. this is definitely in this cartoon. Apparently Larry and Richie work for the coroner's office, <laughs> drive the van around. I don't know. I didn't even put it together that that was them. Oh, I assumed it was them. I don't know. But anyway, after this thing, we, we've got, got Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Silverman's the actor. We got Richard and Larry <laughs> at the police station, IDing Bernie and, and lying to the police. <laughs> That Larry is his nephew, and he should get his personal effects. Why are they the ones who have to identify? He has no next of kin, nobody to come in and actually identify the body. I think they did say like he didn't have any family. Okay, but I don't know if that was real because he seemed to be very well loved. Like you couldn't call somebody else that was closer to him than yeah, these two assholes. Yeah, exactly. But that's a good point. But uh, either way, they you know Bernie's dead. These guys are ready to move on with their life. They're like, we'll go to work. We're going to be the fucking heroes. We are going to get a huge raise. Like, we crushed this. Fuck yeah, man. So they go there, talk to, I guess, the CEO, someone higher up the ladder than Barry. And uh, this is where we first meet the security guard, Arthur Hummel, who (sighs) will play a prominent and very dumb role in the rest of this movie. Very 
very strange role. I, yeah, we'll we'll talk. Yeah. Like his whole goal is he, he was behind the firing. He believes that they were lying about the whole thing, and these kids were in on it, and they have the money. Yeah. So his thought process is now that we've like cut them loose and given them nothing, we'll follow them and we'll get the money. Yeah. I, I there's a big bomb drop here where they're like Bernie was the sole beneficiary. Like, how did they not know that from the previous? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> because the name wasn't Bernie's that the whole thing was taken out of. And the, I mean, it makes sense for a crime to happen wise, but they didn't say anything or allude to that. In the no, first. no, they didn't know or something. Maybe they just saw numbers instead of, I don't know. Possibly. I mean, if we're not going to buy that, then the rest of this movie is going to be <laughs> real hard to take. Uh, because next we go to some kind of voodoo party oh, in the yeah. Virgin Islands with these two guys from New York, Henry and Charles, who have no connection at all to anybody in this mo- in this movie. They just showed up to a party, I guess, on vacation. I don't understand. It was but part of the Mobu's. You want to tell us what a Mobu? Is? <laughs> yeah, Mobu is the head voodoo priestess. Yeah, everyone knows her in the voodoo circles. Everybody knows her. And she finds these two guys that just happen to live in New York and then orders them via a spell to go back to New York and then perform a separate spell on Bernie's dead body. Yeah. Now, why were they there? Well, there was that one scene where that New York dude was talking to like one of Mobu's guys. Right. So I think the mob hired her to find him. Oh, so the mob just, they just said, we'll bring you these two guys from New York that have nothing to do with this and you'd make them do whatever you want. Did the mob bring them there? I honestly don't remember. Actually, or if they were just at the party. The Mobu says it's the cartel's money that they're looking for. Okay, so that that money belonged to someone down the line. Yeah. And I think the mob hired Mobu to to find it. And her thought process was, well, if I do this spell, I can resurrect Bernie and he'll take us to the money. Yes. Which, I don't decides, know, that's a very specific spell. Yeah, she decides to not to do the spell and just get two random guys from New York to come down and then make them do the spell. I guess. Yeah, okay. I That's what I went with. And then we get this fancy dinner where Larry and Richard are talking about uh, the safety deposit key that Larry found in Lomax's things, Bernie's things. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the first time. Well, not the first time Larry's committed fraud. <laughs> no, he commits fraud easily. He just signs the dinner away as Bernie Lomax. He just uses all his cards, worked on his signature, and got that down. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was a- easier in the 80s. Before everything I guess was, so. but he, yeah, he could have one two days with the credit cards before they were flagged. For sure. So yeah, it does track. Then. Yeah. So Larry thinks that's where he, that's where the money is in the safe deposit box. So they need to go to their old job because Richard doesn't want to just fly to the Virgin Islands on the sake of having this key. So they're like, let's go to our old job. Let's log in. Let's check the banking system. Let's make sure he even has an account there. Right. And what a fucking twist of fate that it happens to be at the same Virgin Island that yeah. the Mobu lives. Of course. It's, it's fucking Moby. <laughs> so they go, they break in, they get the, they see that he has an account there, they get arrested immediately and then Henry and Charles also, while they're trying to steal Bernie's body, they get him out okay, this is, they eventually end up arrested <laughs> in the same place, but the way they get there uh. Take it easy. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it, and this, these words are not gonna make sense in this order. But I swear to you, this is what happens. Charles and Henry need to find a place to do the spell. Right. They've stolen Bernie's body. They threw him out a window. They retrieved him from a dumpster. Now they need to find a place, so they go to the bathroom 
of a porno theater to do the spell. That's yeah, that's a perfect place. Nobody's gonna fucking bother them there. That's what they. No say. one will ever need to wash their hands at some point, right? In the porno theater, right? No, it feels so, like a the bathroom would be a place people would like go to. Maybe it's the woman's bathroom. Is ah, that the joke? If that's the joke, man, I didn't. I just got that Maybe. now. After yeah, two we might. Yeah. So all right, so they have uh, all the things they need to do the spell. One of the things being a live chicken. So <laughs> and 117 candles. They lit all these candles. The chicken <laughs> runs. They start running through the porn oh, theater trying Jesus. to find it. They crawl on the ground Ew. of the porn theater Ugh. and can't get the chicken. They found a dude with a chicken, but it wasn't their chicken. That was a whole different chicken. That was a whole other joke. By but- the way, <laughs> none of this is funny <laughs> at all. It's supposed to be. But every minute we spend with Henry and Charles is bad joke after bad joke. It I, really is. It's like someone said, here, you guys just go ahead, just riff it. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, we didn't even I feel like this. it was like that. And they were not prepared to do that. So so they go outside, can't find the chicken anywhere. They give up and they see the thing. It just says the spell. They need a bird. A live bird. A live bird. So they just grab a pigeon off the street. <laughs> They go back, they do the spell, and they pretty quickly, oh, well, I think this scene goes on a little bit longer than it probably should. Oh, and they try to, God, like, do the yes. bit where they where Bernie's dancing behind him, but they don't see him. Either way, the Why whole- Why do they even start playing the music? I thought it was part of the spell, I think, because it didn't work the first time he did it. And he's like, go ahead and do it. And then he oh, put down yeah, the yeah, true. Box oh, yeah, because the guy's like, oh, maybe this. Yeah, you're right. So they did that. They did the spell. And the whole bit here is Bernie can- come to life whenever there's music playing. The idea is that he will walk them to wherever the money is. Yes, but because they use the pigeon instead of a chicken. It's only when music. I guess it was originally supposed to just have him walking and find it. Yeah, apparently he was just supposed to, they were just supposed to follow him after they did the spell and that was it. Which doesn't make sense because why wouldn't they bring the body to the Virgin Island? Well, I guess they have no idea. I don't think they know where it is. Yeah, how are they going to follow from New York though? I guess they might have thought it was in New York, and that's why they got the New York guys. That maybe? makes the most sense. <laughs> but they never they never said any of that, so who knows what they were thinking. No. But uh, pigeon, so anyway. pigeon substitution is a great phrase. <laughs> so they this fucking they put it together pretty quickly that the music makes Bernie move. Remember that for later, because oh, our other characters do not put that together. Nobody knows at all. that but these guys. No. Takes them a while. And then as they're, as they're walking out, I thought it was really weird that uh, Henry said, I wonder if he'll br- if this will bring back Elvis. Yeah. That's fucking dumb. That was a bad joke. It was really, it didn't make any sense. Like, you got to find the body. Shut up. <laughs> he was like the most famous dead person, I guess. Uh, Known yeah. for being sighted alive. It does. I don't know. So anyway, we're at this, uh, oh, this is the scene from before where they're breaking into the computer. They find that Bernie's accounts in the Virgin Islands. So they decide right there to uh, steal Bernie again. Oh, because he has an account that he's the only one who can open the safety deposit box. Right. They found out that it's a personal safety deposit box, so only he can sign and walk in and access it. Makes total sense. So Larry's like, fuck it. I already did this and committed a bunch of fraud. So, yeah, let's do this. Let's steal the body. And then that's when the guard shows up and arrests him. Yes. And then Charles and Henry get arrested because they accidentally leave Bernie on a train. But that's not... Why they get arrested? No, they get arrested because they start blaming each other and fighting each other in the subway. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
These are not good criminals. Because somebody somebody stole their boombox. Yeah, exactly. That was making Burnley alive. So they got the music stopped, and he just sat down in his chair. Right. He was going around the train forever, I guess. And somebody stole his clothes. Yes, someone (laughs) stole the clothes off his back. So then Larry and Richard, they're arrested. They're at the same place as uh, Henry and Charles. And Larry and Richard are just basically like, you're free to go. Get out of here. Just pay your fine. And it turns out it was because they were busted out by that security guard, Hummel. So I guess he works with the police a whole bunch. Yeah, he's got he he's got some favors he can call in. He's yeah, like, I guess it was ex-police or something, but he knows them like on yeah. a first name basis. Yeah, he's like, let them go. There's bigger fish to fry with these guys. Exactly. And then the joke here, which was true, but kind of out of place this movie, where Charles and Henry, because they're black, <laughs> have the, to the cops like, no, hours. you're definitely going to stay here for 24 hours. That's what's happening. Yep. And yeah, that happened in this. We're supposed <laughs> to take this movie seriously for a second now. <laughs> well, they didn't have somebody breaking them out either. That's true. But Larry and Richard, they steal Bernie again, and they dress him up, jam in a fucking suitcase. Oh, and- my God. That was a great scene when he pushes his head in the suitcase. Oh, he pushes that, and he's, like, jumping on it. <laughs> it's gnarly. It's- and they easily, easily land at the Virgin Islands with his body. Oh, yeah. They- <laughs> Whatever. And then straight out of a 40 spy film, they get on the little airport people carrier truck thing to take him to the terminal. And Hummel's on the exact same one. He followed them, somehow got ahead of them, arrived first, and is at the hotel taking pictures of them. He's that good, man. I guess so. He's that good, but he couldn't figure out the crime when it originally... You know what? doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> so Larry unpacks Bernie, and he fucking stinks. The first time I, they fucking not Yeah, the first it. time <laughs> the body... They'd be, the body would be leaking a lot by now. Oh, God. I'd hate to know. It'd be so gross. And then they should they do jam- a Mythbusters about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do it with a pig corpse like they do for all those ballistic things. God, that'd be gnarly. That'd be so gross. They'd be carrying around just... just oh, God. Someone tell us if that happened on Mythbusters. Oh, or if you'd like to see it, maybe we can get uh, that Adam Savage guy to talk about it on his YouTube channel. <laughs> Oh, Christ. So the smart move here is they empty the fridge and jam Bernie's dead body in it. Oh, right in the mini fridge. Mini fridge at that. Yeah. Richard originally barely protested to any of this, but now apparently he's totally on board and okay with all this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they just did 85% of Mobu's job by getting them, by getting Bernie to the island. Yeah. Because I don't think, yeah, like you said, I don't think Mobu knew was on the island. And then this is where I started to think, what happened to Gwen? I thought the same thing. <laughs> this is a day after, right? Yeah, this is, well, or at least the next Tuesday after Memorial Day, because they're back at work. Oh, yeah. Maybe she's so, on vacation still, or she's done. I, well, I remember him saying at the end of the first one, I'm going to hang out here with Gwen and her family. Yeah. But I think he he might have always knew she was heading back and like it wasn't going to be a thing and they were just going to hang out. Plus, this is the 80s. It's not like they can text each other or nothing. They don't know where each other are at all times. No, that's a good point, too. But I think she was just leaving back for college. But still, Richard gets over that very quickly. Oh, yeah. And uh, gets in a conga line all about it. But there's still like no mention of her at all. No, none at all. I thought that was very strange. I knew it's obviously because... She didn't want to do the movie, but... Which turned out to be a great idea. <laughs> At least and give then, us something. Yeah. So Larry sees 
this woman walking on the beach decides to go talk to her, and her name's Claudia, and he convinces her to have dinner with him. Oh, yeah, Larry the pimp. And then this is another part I don't quite understand. What documents is Larry or is Richard looking at that's taking him all night? You don't, you don't know what he's doing? No. He's putting together the plan to get that suit and make fucking the puppet. But why does this take so much it, documentation? I don't know. He's right. He, like, if they show the documents later when uh, the guy was following him. Oh, and Hummel take, breaks in. Hummel and looks at pictures. him. Yeah, it's just like pictures of how they put the overcoat out and they hide their hands behind him. Oh, and Jesus yeah. Christ. It's like he's fucking computing this in his head the whole time. Like, oh, oh, no, it's got to be. Oh, it's like really, engineering the fucking get up they're yeah. going to wear. To do- it's really sad. And he had to like, you go party. I'll stay here and work on this. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. This, that's so sad. No wonder he got fucking fired. Yeah. Well, he doesn't deserve Gwen either after that. No. He does. Good. I'm glad Gwen. I hope Gwen found someone nice. <laughs> so Larry does the scumbag move of telling the taxi to leave and it leaves. Oh, right in front of Claudia's place. Pushy, rapey Larry. Yeah. Yeah. He's very pushy. He's kind of, he kind of sucks. He, yeah, he does. But he's. He works his way into the house and they talk a little bit. He's he's an asshole and then he gets kicked out because he's not a believer in voodoo and Claudia and her family very much are. So she's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, she ha- she has to tell you here that she knows what the Mobu is, who she is and all that jazz. Does she? I forgot that was here. She does. She talks about her family. Her dad's like into voodoo medicine and she knows who mm-hmm. the Mobu is. Yeah. So he sucks. He gets kicked out. It's very much clear that they are not there's not gonna be a second date. Yeah, there's nothing there. And then this is the scene where Richard passes out in the beautiful hotel room. Yes. On on Bernie's dime. Yeah. <laughs> on Bernie's dime. Uh Hummel walks in. He specifically looks in the fridge and nothing's there. And it's because Bernie got up and started <laughs> walking out because conga music was playing. I think it's because he opened the door. Like, he slides open the door, and then the conga music can get into the apartment room. And then you see, like, fingers open. The, oh, it's really pathetic. It's weird. Is that what it was? Is, yeah. And then that's when Bernie, like, snuck around that's the corner. That's when Bernie started moving. Yep. That's fucking dumber. <laughs> it's so dumb. I thought the door was just, like, open and Bernie walked out. It doesn't matter. So Richard, not realizing Bernie's gone, sees a pretty lady making eyes at him in the conga line. And he's like, well... I guess this Gwyn lady's out of the picture and then just runs over there and starts congoing. Oh, can we talk about the other couple who's at this party? Uh, yeah, we got to get to them, I guess, eventually. <laughs> Do you know their names? Uh, Brenda. Brenda and, and the bickering guy. <laughs> the Guido who's... <laughs> Tell the people about this scene. I don't know. It's like so stereotypical, terrible boyfriend type shit where... All Brenda wants to do is get up and dance, and the guy doesn't want to do anything. He just wants to sit there and eat, do nothing. And they're just fighting, and he's like, Brenda, sit down. Come on, sit down. What are you doing? I think this, again, was supposed to be funny. I think they're, that's what they're going for. I th- I'm not sure, though. I it think was it's not- funny a little bit in just, like, how dumb it is. <laughs> I mean, it is dumb. They're, like, Italian-American stereotypes, too. Yeah, like, it's hard. fucking Jersey Shore shit. Absolutely. That's where the, I guess there. This is a historical reference to that. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this this Brenda says, "Fuck you! I'm going to dance." You it's know, the you last don't do dance anything. of the night. I'm getting up. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go have some fun. And he's like, "Whatever, sit down, come back, eat." Because all he wants to do is eat, I guess. Yeah. And then she goes to the conga line. 
she, uh, I, I guess, starts hitting on Bernie. Bernie walks in front of her. She grabs his hips and starts like, he's a great dancer. <laughs> yeah, I I think part of it is playing it up and telling the guy like, see, I don't need you. I'm, I'm having fun. This yeah. guy. This guy's cute. It's so fun. <laughs> the other guy's just like so getting so mad. So they, they end up walking down to the beach. And this guy gets so mad and chases him, punches Bernie in the face. He gets right back up, punches him again in the face. He gets right back up because music's playing. <laughs> That's when Brenda finally yells at him. They have this huge fight, and the, the guy fucking leaves. Yeah. Brenda ends up crashing on the beach when the music stops playing. Oh, my with God. Bernie. Bernie's corpse is getting all the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe this? This guy's dead, hasn't said a word, and bedded two chicks and got another one hitting on him hard for drugs. It's crazy. It's crazy. Living, living the dream, right? <laughs> you said it. So then Larry gets home. Uh, he's he's pretty drunk, drinking at a bar by himself because his date did not go well. Not at all. And then it was super creepy when he gets to the wrong bed. That part wasn't so creepy. That's just a drug mistake. But then uh, Richard's like, did you go on that date with that little girl from the... Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you say little girl whoa. like that? Yeah, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> that was very creepy. Is super creepy. But, yeah. So they go to bed. They pass out. And now we're back with Charles and Henry. They're just getting out of jail now. Yeah. So that's how behind (laughs) they are in this story. And they're like, why are we even doing this? Like, we're going to control our own destiny. We're doing whatever we want. And then all of a sudden, Henry has like goat sounds coming out of his mouth. Yeah. He can't talk. And he just goes, like, yeah, like a goat. Yes. And then. He's like, this, okay, this is kind of messed up. Let's, let's, let's try to do this. Yeah, all right, fine. We'll go back to the Mobu, tell her we fucked up. And then Larry and Richard lose Bernie. They, they realize it in the morning when they wake up. They run around. They find him at the beach, coincidentally. <laughs> and right there at the beach, passed out with Brenda. Uh, and she's like, I met him in the conga line. And they're like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, how, this is a dead body. How baby. does she not smell it? I mean, they yeah, did make I, a allusion to that earlier that it fucking reeks man i guess that spray deodorant and a little time in the fridge (laughs) wiped that all away i guess jesus christ they escort her away get bernie's body put in the jeep go to the store to buy an outfit and then charles and henry are in town randomly they run into bernie's body in the back of the jeep They're like oh holy they know who he is by the back of his head he's in different clothes and everything that's right and they have no idea where he is and i don't (laughs) believe they even called like a head no they just coincidentally. They're just like, oh, that's him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So they start pulling his body out. Richard and Larry see him, and they go to steal the body back. And with a really sweet move, where they jump in front of the car, and Charles oh, and Henry are like get out of the way. And they're like, yeah, okay. So they both move to the side. Cars driving right past them. They both grab Bernie's legs. Swoop back in for the leg pull. Right over the hatchback. Right and back in there. Liquefies Bernie's. Skull. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, dude. He took a lot of headshots. I mean, the, if the buoy thing didn't kill him, then <laughs> yeah. none of this is going to make sense. <laughs> so they get themselves into the bank carrying Bernie. No one notices any of this. Uh, nobody notices that it's Larry's hand doing the signatures. <laughs> yeah, he's writing with his left hand yeah. on his right side. No one puts this together. And they're just miming his dead body to like look over and nod and. Oh, they pretend he has a toothache so he can't. He's just. Mo- That's right. That's why he couldn't talk. It was so fucking stupid. And so Even for a movie that's so dumb and we've already bought into being so dumb, this is too dumb. This is too. Yeah. They took it too fucking far, man. 
I'm on record. Yeah. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's 2 is going too far. Too fucking far. Weekend at Ber- the story of Weekend at Bernie's 2. <sighs> so anyway, they get the safe deposit box, they crack it open, and it's completely empty except for a fucking little piece of paper. Yeah, it looks like a map, but you don't know what the hell it is. So Charles and Henry get to Mobu's, and I they look at a goat, and they're like, ooh, damn, that goat's sexy. <laughs> Then they realize they don't have the body and have to go back and get it. Yeah. Because they just realize it now as they're pulling up. So we're led to believe they're turning to goats because there was a one single line earlier in the movie where they said, see that goat? That was someone who didn't believe in the Mobu's power. Yeah. So I guess we're led to believe then that if they don't do what she wants them to do, they're just going to turn into a goat. Yeah. So the Mobu, yeah. Which is fucking dumb, but... Hey, that's the way Mobu works, I guess. I guess so. You gotta, you gotta give him some incentive to work hard. <laughs> so Richard sees Claudia, asks her if he has, if she has any idea, because he does, he doesn't know how the date went. Because Lyra's just like, oh, it was great. No, yeah, but they both they're together when they see her. And Richard's like, hey, let's go ask her. And then Larry's like, Ugh, goes hides behind a tree. So they they check it out. She's like, it has voodoo symbols. I don't know what they are. My dad might know. I'll be back in an hour with an answer. And I'm not quite sure why she would help them at all. I don't know. Maybe she has something for Richie. Maybe. Maybe she's just super nice to anyone who likes voodoo. (laughs) Maybe, but I mean, Larry famously doesn't like it and thinks it's quackery. I know, but she doesn't know what Richie thinks. And Richie's the one with the paper. That's true. Fine. So. (laughs) Sure. Let's buy that. All right. So then Bernie dances off again. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. And then Charles and Henry, they easily find Richard and Larry at the hotel bar, just getting smashed on margaritas because they lost the body. They're like, hey, where's Bernie? And they're like, "Uh, he's right there in the Jeep. You can have him. We don't give a shit. And just willing to give away Bernie that easily. Yeah, well, because they've got their safety deposit. That's as far as they wanted to take this. Yeah. And if someone else will take a dead body fucking go for it you know what i mean yeah so they're like take it go ahead and they're like it's not there and it's like how do you what do you mean it's not there you're going to see mobu so they rip them off the couches and take them to you to mobu mm-hmm. and then this is where charles and henry talking to mobu explain that the dancing thing happens so these fucking idiots twice bernie has walked off and they haven't put it together yet that it's the music that did it well i don't think i'd put it together either because the first time he didn't know when he walked off he was just out of the fucking refrigerator on the beach. And the second time, he was just in the back of your Jeep. You didn't know what was going on. It's not their fault. They don't know about it. I just think you if there's one time where the body got taken out through what could have only been magic, I would have kept a, a, a sharper eye on him, right? Yeah, after a lady says, I met him in a conga line. Yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> was someone <laughs> yeah. else using this body? Yeah, I wouldn't let it go. I wouldn't just put it in a fucking Jeep and not think about it. No, I'd be terrified. I'd never sleep again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're just ignore it and leave in the car. And uh, they spill the beans to Mobu about the map. She wants the map. And this is where I, the mob guys were there at this this time. This is where I put it together that they hired her to get the map. I, yeah. Again, I could have been wrong. Yes. They, they go to her. And they're in the beginning of the movie, they say, really, $100,000 to see a fucking Mobu? And they're like, well... It's worth it for the million because they, they plan on splitting the two million that Bernie has. You know what I mean? There you go. Okay. I that's, missed that part. Yeah. That's the way I got it. But then Richard drinks this elixir, whatever it is. He gets poisoned and they basically have until some point tonight to get the antidote. 
Yeah. But they're only getting that if they bring him up with the map. Exactly. So Charles and Henry drop him off at the hotel. They find Claudia. They're like, where's the map? We need the map. We got to figure this out. And she's like, I gave it to my father. He's at work. And... <laughs> Yeah, he'll, he'll look at they it after them. dinner or something. <laughs> like, yeah, something like that. And then this whole time, Bernie ended up walking on the beach and... Oh, my God. He's heading towards the money, but this is where he accidentally starts parasailing. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it jumps the fucking shark even more, dude. This scene. <laughs> so Bernie gets snagged up in a parachute. That's that's step one. Step one. He get. For to in or before he gets there, he's getting dragged along the shore, and his hands both magically rip two tops off of two young ladies sunbathing. Well, you had to have that. It is an eighties movie. Well, actually, right. I think this is ninety three. It is ninety. This came out the same year as Jurassic Park. Let's think about that too for a second. <laughs> no, don't same put it in time. context, dude. That fucking ruins it's, it. Oh, that ruins it. That's the final. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So. It turns out Hummel was here taking these pictures and the cops come and arrest Hummel because they think he's the guy that ripped off the fucking Yeah, because cops. Bernie happens to deposit the tops of the bathing suits into Hummel's hands. Oh, does. yeah. Perfectly. <laughs> Makes sense. Why wouldn't it? So he goes parasailing. <laughs> a shark fucking tries to eat him. Oh, God. This, in the air. When I saw the shark underwater and it, go, it does like the Jaws thing, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I I don't know, man. It was so dumb. Yeah, you have to see it. I can't. You have to. I mean, it put is into words how fucking it is. insane. So they go to the beach. They find Bernie there. Music starts. They see him walking into the ocean. He just stops. Oh, wait. He gets dropped there somehow. Oh, he just gets dropped from the sky right in front of them from the parasail. Oh, because the shark bit the cord of the parasail. Oh, my God. Probably. I don't remember. Yeah. It's I blocked insane. it out. Yeah. <laughs> And then this is where they they put it together. He go he he walks and he was underwater and they're like he can't hear the music when he's underwater. That's why he just stopped. Oh, let's get ourselves a Walkman, which just magically works underwater. But before the, that, yeah. we go back to Hummel. He's at the cop the police station. The cops are totally fine with him getting a fax. I guess all cops just know each other. Oh yeah, yeah. And Hummel's having some kind of nervous breakdown. <laughs> it's clearly a start. He's like, "Am I going insane?" Because they're like. This Bernie guy's dead, and you say you see him walking around all the time. Yeah. And then uh, Larry and Richard. Larry and Richard buy diving gear. They give Bernie the headphones, the Walkman, so he can hear underwater, which, you know, I guess these can magically get wet and still work, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, whatever. <laughs> and then two ridiculous things happen. First off, there's a sub tour <laughs> that's 50 feet under the water where you can see the reef. That makes sense. That's that's normal. That's a thing. Is that a thing? I, I mean, don't know. I doubt it. You know what? Let's just buy it. Let's just say yeah, it is a thing. let's just say it is. It could be a thing. And then next to the sub, Larry and Richard and Claudia are using diving gear to follow Lomax's dead body walking along the bed yes. of the ocean in this part. So Hummel just starts losing it. He's like, <laughs> I got to get out there. So he tries to get out of there and ends up going back to shore and getting arrested. But he's now deep within the thralls of a mental breakdown. Yes, he is. He's really losing it, dude. I don't, I don't think there's any coming back for Hummel. No, but the movie, just when you think it can't get more dumb, it sure does, because Bernie gets the money from the ocean floor in a box, or uh, he gets a box, I should say. It's We don't know it's money yet. And then I think Larry accidentally shoots him through the head with a fucking harpoon. Yeah, why do you have a harpoon to begin with? That's a great question. I mean, maybe if they ran into a shark. 
I don't know, but the whole... We've already, we previously established sharks are in these waters. True, but we do find out that this fucking $2 million is buried in a tourist reef diving area. Like, there's signs, there's like fucking street signs down there that point to like other (sighs) scuba diving places. I didn't even get that. I didn't even put that together. You're just like a billion people would have gone past this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why? There's literally infinite other places. That's insane. I didn't even put that together. That's a good catch. (laughs) Because it's by one of the fucking signs, too. It is. So Bernie's dead body grabs this shit and then he won't let go, which... Even my wife watching with me, she's like, oh, now he has rigor mortis. <laughs> now, now he does. Well, you can't Didn't break his bones or nothing. You know, we've seen that. He is a absolute superhero. <laughs> yeah. like, while only dead, that's the worst superpower. It only kicks in when you're dead. So oh, then, God. also, he was down, because that sub said they go down at least 50 feet. Yeah. So we looked it up. You would get the bends starting at 30 feet. Oh, really? So they just popped it to the surface, probably got the bends, probably are dying. But Richard's been bitching the whole time about being sick because he thinks he's sick from the poison. Oh, but he got the bends. It was never really poisoned. <laughs> uh, they surface. Claudia runs to the to get one of those beachside carts. I don't know why she's so invested in all of this, by the way. Seriously. I have no idea why. All of a sudden, why. it's like they're fucking lifelong friends. Yeah, and then they see them running over with a dead body. Finally, people are like, holy shit, that's a dead body. <laughs> the car driver jumps on the horse and fucks off. Everyone's freaked out and runs, and then they start playing music, so they use dead Bernie to power the cart. <sighs> this is where my notes I specifically wrote, fuck this. I specifically wrote, <clears throat> runaway Bernie drawn carriage. <laughs> yeah, that is what happened. Uh, that's not four words anyone should that doesn't even make sense <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense and I saw the scene <laughs> so they ride this Bernie cart to go get to Mobu's there's fucking hijinks they end up down this cart chase because it completely went out of control downhill mm-hmm. right in front of Mobu's place right and then the, they brought the police with them because they were causing all kinds of havoc on the fucking way down there and this is where dead Bernie flies out and like Karate kicks Mobu in the face and knocks her the fuck out. Right. And throws the million dollar chest in the air. That's right. So then Hummel was there because he had just been arrested. So he was in the back of a cop car and he just came upon Larry and Richard just giving him the money. Yeah. Now he's vindicated. He's like, I'm not fucking insane. Thank Christ. So we're led to believe then that they returned the money back to the company. To the company. And the cartel and the mob don't want to. They don't care. Arrest, I guess they don't care. They they're all arrested. I don't. I don't. Know. Maybe they'll come back to get the money in Weekend at Bernie's three. I doubt it. Well, who knows? Because the final scene is fucking. Oh my god. Yeah, there's even more dumb shit that happens in this scene. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, Claudia's dad shows up because I guess he's the town doctor. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was the guy who had to inject Hummel with sedatives because he was acting too crazy oh jesus i forgot about that (laughs) so he's there they have the map and he 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 finds out that richard has been poisoned by this voodoo spell and he's like oh that's i can i can reverse this so he does a spell and reverses the death but 
In order to do it, he needed the blood of a virgin. Oh, shit. But who's a virgin, dude? Turns out Larry was the whole time. So they used Larry's blood to <sighs> save Richard. And if the Larry date is any indication, he's going to be an incel in no time, man. Yeah, absolutely. This was just the early incels. They still had to have personalities. And yeah. they hadn't found each other yet. Right. So now, what appears to be the next day, Richard and Larry are both just sitting on a lot, chilling, having a great day. And Larry tells Richard, hey, um, turns out on the beach there was three million, not two. So we gave back the two, and now I, I kept the other yeah, million. Yeah, because there's a scene when, he, when the fucking money goes flying, he's hiding some under like a fucking bamboo branch or fucking or palm tree branch and putting the rest back in before he gives it to Hummel. Like he did that math in his head right away. I know. It's, that's you know, I that's guess the so. least stupid thing to make you it's, believe it's very dumb and then richard basically says you got to return it it's not ours but in order to change richard's mind again we just use smoking hot babes who are apparently the entire crew of this boat yeah he's got a private crude boat and then they decide to head to monte carlo and charles and henry walk by as in goat form talking to each other with voiceover yeah being drawn by fucking bernie yeah a dead bernie with music going just fucking Walking through it. God, this sucked so bad. <laughs> I, that's, it also doesn't make sense that Carnival is usually in April, because that was the event that they were all there for and excited about. But we're in like the beginning of September. Yeah, because Labor Day happened in the first one. It hasn't even been a week since the first one started. Yeah. It might have been a week. But anyway, that's fucking Weekend at Bernie's too. which there's just so many questions about why this exists. I know exactly why it exists. Tell me, please. Because people wanted to fucking work in the Virgin Islands. Oh, you think they're like, well, the first one was successful enough. We can make a sequel. Yeah, they're like, we can get money to make a sequel and we can go to a fucking tropical island. So let's uh, shoot this on a tropical island, get a free vacation out of it. That's exactly why it was made. That's the only reason it was fucking made. Guarantee it. It's just, I don't understand the choice of adding Henry and Charles because I don't feel like they added anything to the movie at all. No, that was very, it seemed very racist too. I don't know. It did, and it does, like, they weren't funny. No. I I think they were supposed to be comic relief, but no one came to that movie to see Henry and Charles. They came to see Larry and Richard with body hijinks. Yeah, exactly. But Larry and Charles was, like, fucking at least a third of the movie. Yeah. Uh, It was another, I think, 40 minutes or so until they found, like, got to the island. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And start doing Bernie hijinks, because they just shove them in a fucking fridge for how long. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just thought that was a wild choice. It's like, this is why the mo- first movie was so successful. Now let's do it completely different and in a completely different way. You could have just made the same movie again. Yeah, but when you go back to the first movie, it was half over by the time they fucking started doing Bernie hijinks anyway. I mean, that's true, but it was the first one, right? It's yeah, like the superhero yeah. origin story. We can make... It's supposed we to can build up to it and then... Yeah, I don't know. So 10 out of 10 for you? Oh, fucking A. I purchased this on Amazon. <laughs> I can watch it any time in standard definition. Thank you very much. Standard def, too. You sprung for the good copy. <laughs> I wasn't paying high def for these. These cameras didn't shoot in high def. <laughs> this is, oh, it's bad. This is a bad, <laughs> bad movie. Like, the first one was charming. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Yes, it was fucking ridiculous, obviously. But if you hear the synopsis that... Two dudes are trying to con a bunch of people by pretending their dead boss is still alive and carrying him around. If you buy that, you're like, fuck it. That's fine. 
that's fine. And then you go knowing that into the second one, and it's still dumber than that. It's so much. I don't know how they did it. It was monkeys with typewriters, bro. But I just can't believe how easy it would have been to just fart out a sequel that would have been fine. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be remembered as such a great sequel. (laughs) This is like the one. It's like Godfather (laughs) Two. This is like the internet reference that everyone uses when they're talking about a terrible sequel. What? Or Caddyshack 2. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Caddyshack 2 is a big one. I don't know. I like, well, maybe it's just Larry and Richie, man. Just regular dudes. Just regular dudes who are fucking scumbags, but we they're so charming, we still root for them. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I don't think I ever will. No. Um, if you guys want to watch it and tell us what you thought about it, head over to the subreddit. Yeah, fucking do that. You could head to YouTube. You could comment there and like and subscribe. That really helps us out. Yeah, fucking tell your friends. Make them subscribe and stuff. Go on their computers and subscribe for them. Yeah, and if you're going to do that, and you should might as well send us an email. But where would they send that email? Search off. Well, you send that to plotytime at gmail.com. Or fuck it, go on uh, Instagram or Twitter too while you're at it. At plotytime on both those things. And we have an eBay store at plotytime.com. That is totally legitimate. Probably... Durf's up shirt because we say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buy the Durf's up shirt. We there's a few left. There's a handful left. In any size. In any every size, they have a handful. You could still go buy. Oh yeah, and chime in in any of those comments. Let us know if you like these episodes. If you're into them. If you hate them. Give us any feedback at all if we should keep doing this or if you want us to stick to the normal format. But that does it for us. So, you know, get out there, play some video games, watch this piece of shit movies, and, uh, well, the one good movie in the bad one. And we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, hope Peace. you're happy, Christ Punch. <laughs>